Good morning, all you beautiful people, and welcome to Coffee and Chit Chat with Kim. This is a midweek bonus episode today, um, but it is something that I feel is really important to talk about, and I'm feeling called um, to use my words and my voice to speak about it. Today, we are going to speak about um, what it's like um, as an animal at a petting zoo slash um, game farm or whatever you want to call it. Um, A place that uh, has animals for children to go and pet and have fun with and this and that. And we're going to talk about both sides of it. We're going to talk about the educational side of it, which I think is a good thing as long as the education is there and the other side of it the darker side of it um the way animals are treated and um you know give you the pros and cons so that's what this episode is going to be about today i just woke up and i felt very um drawn to talk about this today um but before we do that let's get into our chit chat session I'm sorry if I sound a bit nasally and stuffed. I have been sick for the last few days. Um, I tested negative for COVID. Uh, I believe I have the summer flu as is going around right now where I work. And uh, multiple other people are sick there as well. But we have been researching and I saw that you could be infected with COVID and be asymptomatic, so not showing any signs. And when you test, it's possible to test negative for like two days before um, the test shows that you're positive, which is weird to me. I don't know. But I'm going to retest again uh, because another person at work has now tested positive for COVID. So... I am uh, going to be retesting and going to the doctor once again. Uh, This sickness has seemed to settle in my chest and uh, it kind of feels like I just finished smoking like a hundred packs of menthol cigarettes and uh, it hurts when I breathe. So, uh, It's been a rough week, (laughs) Um, but here I am. I am still going, so I decided to get on here and uh, do something to keep my mind busy. Also, I've been doing a lot of uh, thinking about what I'm doing with my life right now, and uh, I don't know, you guys. Like, I feel that sometimes we're led in a direction for a different reason than what we originally thought. I'll give you an example. The place where I am now, although I enjoy the people that I work with, uh, I have come to the conclusion that it just might not be for me. And um, not saying it's any fault of anybody's, it's just not for me. It's not what I envisioned myself doing. I tried it. I tried to be that person and I can't. Um, Now, 
that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm just going to start bashing people or anything. That's not what it's about. It's just that there's some things that I don't enjoy there. That's all. Um, so with that realization, I started thinking about like, what am, what am I doing there? What was my purpose there? I'm still searching for that. And while I'm searching for that, I'm thinking to myself, why does this keep happening to me? I keep, you know, thinking that I found my spot, that this is what I want to do. And I'm super excited at the moment for it, just to find out days, weeks, months later that I don't enjoy it. And it's not what I thought. And I'm not happy. And as many times as this has happened to me, I start to notice myself transforming into somebody I don't want to be. Uh, when I worked for corporate America, I was a miserable person. I came home every day and I was miserable and I hated life and I hated everything about it. And I just was a nasty person and, and I had a bad attitude and negativity surrounded me all the time until I finally woke up one day and I was like, what? have I become? Why am I this person? And I want to change. I don't want to be this person. So that's when I left corporate America. And um, I'm, I'm so glad that I did every single day. And I'm not going to lie, every now and then, when, you know, times get tough, I think about going back. And then it's like that little voice inside my head stops me and was like, are you insane? Do you not remember why you left? And then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. For my well-being, for my family's well-being, for my mental health, um, mainly is that I have my entire life been everything everybody wanted me to be, and I have mastered masking. I have mastered um, being whatever I needed to be to get that job done, and all the while not being my true self. So when I left corporate America, I decided that I'm only going to do things from now on where I can be my true self, where I can find things that genuinely make me happy and that are a good contribution to the world. You know, I, I, like I've said before, I'm on multiple episodes. I hate money. I do. I believe it is actually the root of all evil in this world and I feel like things just could be better if we took that out of the equation altogether. So I don't know. I, I, I just been doing a lot of soul searching and asking the universe for guidance and to lead me in the direction of what makes my heart happy and not what makes everybody else's pockets deeper. So I'm still on their journey and I'm finding what works for me and what doesn't work for me. And as a fairly newly discovered uh, neurodivergent, I understand my brain a little bit more now and why I do the things I do sometimes and, and um, what it's a part of. And I'm learning to process it all. I have a lot of sensory issues. I have a lot of... Um, Things that you know, I like over being overwhelmed, overstimulation, like things like that. And um, 
lately I can say that I've been on kind of like burnout mode and I'm just done, you know, and it's, it's sad and, um, eye opening at the same time. So I feel like half of my life is already done. I'm 41 years old and I want to make the next, however much time I have left on this earth in this body. Um, I want to make it happy and happy times only. I don't want to be sad or mad or upset anymore. I don't want to be disappointed in people and situations anymore. I want to live my life just in peace. So this journey that I'm on is a, is a rocky one, but I'm going to continue on and continue upward. So that's kind of what's been going on around here these last few days since we last spoke on my previous episode. And um, yeah, I'm just taking it day by day and trying to find find out what my purpose is in this lifetime. So it's been crazy, but we'll get there. So um, you guys, this morning I sat down and forgot my coffee. How in the world can I sit down to record a podcast that I so lovingly call Coffee and Chit Chat with Kim when I don't even have my coffee? This is absurd. So hold on to your shorts there. I'm going to go and pour myself a cup of coffee, get your potion of choice ready, and then let's get into the icky sticky subject of petting zoos. I'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. Now that I am caffeinated, let's go ahead and talk about a subject that is a little bit of a gray area, a little bit of a touchy subject. So I'm just going to start off by letting you know in this episode, we are going to be talking about animals, animal cruelty, things that happen to animals, and stuff like that. So if you don't like to hear anything like that, um, you can go ahead and skip this one if you want to, but uh, you might want to stick around because it's very informative and I have a lot of things to say about it. And um, it's something that needs to be spoken about. So here we go. But like I said, this is a sensitive subject. So listen um, with caution. I don't know. Just wanted to give you a heads up. All right. So today we're going to be talking about um, what, first of all, what is the difference between a petting zoo and a, a homestead or a working farm? There's a lot of differences. It's not the same. Um, and what are some things that happen at places like petting zoos? How are the animals treated? What's life like at the petting zoo? Uh, we're not only going to focus on all the bad stuff, we are going to touch on some of the good things that, um, people and children gain from places like such. But first I wanted to start off with giving you just kind of like 
my thoughts on it and the description of both. Okay. So to me, a petting zoo, there is a popular, I guess, petting zoo here where I live on Long Island. It's called the Long Island Game Farm. And in when I was a kid, I don't even know if it's still around, but when I was a kid, I went there on like school trips and stuff like that. And the only thing I remember from that place is that it smelled so incredibly bad. And that's the only thing that stuck with me from them. And also, I think they had an ostrich. I think I remember the ostrich, but it smelled really bad and it was dirty. Um, and I just wanted to go home. I was over it. I was not that kid when I was a kid. Um, so there's places like that. And um, there's other smaller places like that and everything. But to be that type of an education center, like a game farm or a petting zoo, or whatever you want to call it, you need, first of all, like really, really good insurance, special permits, all kinds of different things to set yourself up for that because you're dealing with live animals and small children. And whenever those two things go together, um, insurance must always be involved. Okay. So, um, let's talk about some of the good things first. We'll start off with the good stuff. So in places as such, children, people go there and they learn about farm life, animals and different things and fun facts about the animals and such. Um, it's good because children seem to be getting further and further away from things like where their food comes from, what is even considered a farm animal side note you would not believe the amount of children who don't know what a cow looks like i have personally experienced this um but there's different things you know if they're taught properly how to take care of animals what do animals eat um what do animals give us where do animals live? You know, different things like that that children should be made aware of. Also, um, I think that it uh, is good for kids with sensory issues because there's a lot of sensory uh, things going on at petting zoos. So it's it's good. It's good to teach children also how to how to act around animals and. Um, properly hold animals and stuff like that. It doesn't always work out so well because kids will be kids and they will have that overwhelming urge to put their hands around a chicken's neck. It, it happens. Um, so that leads me into the icky sticky side of the petting zoos, petting farms type things. Um, now on a place like a working farm or a homestead, Animals are not there uh, for your entertainment. They are farm animals. They are working farm animals. They are not to be held. They are not to be messed with. They are there working for the farm. So if you go to somebody's farm, okay, make sure before you start feeding someone's animal or petting somebody's animal, or whatever, 
make sure you know what type of farm you're visiting, okay? If it's a homestead or a working farm, sometimes people just don't want you messing with their animals. They have specific diets, there's a risk of disease transfer. Um, so, you know, some, some people might not want you messing with them at all. But if you go to another farm and it's encouraged, then pet at your own risk. You know, there's, there's big differences. So make sure you know where you're going and um, what they do and how they feel about their animals. Okay, so um, also most of the time, places like working farms and homesteads are not going to invite um, large crowds of people, children to their farm for any reason, unless they do like education, farm education, you know, like um, different workshops and classes and stuff like that. So just make sure you know where you're going. Okay. So now talking about the sticky stuff. So let's talk about it. Let's say it. It needs to be said. Cruelty to animals. Okay. Petting zoos are bad news for animals and humans. They subject animals to stress, um, the mishandling of animals, and crowds of strangers. Now, you guys might not think about this, but think about it, okay? I have, I personally have my own chickens. My chickens know who I am. I don't have to make a sound. I don't have to do anything. They see me, and they know who I am. Why? Because chickens have the ability to remember up to 100 different faces. So the next time you look at a chicken and think, oh, stupid chicken, really not that stupid. Okay. It's a creature. It's a living, breathing creature. Just because it's a chicken doesn't mean you can grab it by its feet. You can pick it up. You can throw it. You can squeeze it. You can put your hands around their neck. You can close their beak shut. Like I've seen this happen and it makes my blood boil. If you can tell, if you've listened to me before, when my voice starts getting higher and I talk faster, you can best bet that this is something that I'm very, very passionate about. And um, anything to do with animal cruelty makes my blood just boil. And I'm not okay with it in any shape or form. Not okay with animal cruelty. If you know, you know, I am a practicing green witch. Being a green witch means respecting everything in nature. Everything. Understanding that everything in nature is important, has a spirit, has, has a purpose on this planet. Okay? You cannot disregard anything around you. Everything has a purpose and you must understand and respect it. And for me, being that that's my code, that's what I live by, that's my daily practice every day, it's really, really hard for me to see when animals are being mistreated. It actually hurts my heart. Like, it hurts inside my soul, okay? Um, petting zoos have been linked with numerous outbreaks of diseases like E. coli, salmonella, ringworm, and those are just to name a few. There's a lot more disease transfer in 
petting zoos because, first of all, we not only have to be protecting humans from animals, we also have to protect animals from humans. Things like, um, take for example, hand sanitizer. Everybody's big on the hand sanitizer, right? Oh, here, come here, let me put hand sanitizer on your hands when you're at the petting zoo, when you're at the farm, because it's dirty. It would only make sense to put hand sanitizer on, right? Wrong. It is harmful towards a lot of animals, especially things like baby rabbits. Um, mama will never, ever touch that rabbit again, and the rabbit could die. The hand sanitizer, you guys, is not okay. Just use some good old-fashioned soap and water, and you'll be fine. Or better yet, just don't go. Okay? So you have to remember that we're not only concerned about your safety, concerned about animal safety as well. Okay? Most petting zoos or farms, they don't have adequate spacing and housing for a lot of the animals. So because they want to keep it mostly in one area, right? They, they don't want you roaming all over wherever they want it all contained in one area so that it's easier to control for their guests to go and see the animals and pet the animals and feed the animals and hold their shows or whatever they do at their petting zoo. So because they want it contained to one area, it is not enough spacing for those animals, okay? Take things like, uh, take animals like sheep and goats. They are grazing animals. They should be out in pasture at all times. Um, I don't believe that they should be locked in a pen um, with no grass. It's what are they doing? Nothing, they're just existing. And that's no kind of life, you know? So. They belong out in pasture, along with animals like cows and horses. They are also grazing animals. They belong out in pasture, not locked up in a pen that has no grass, but tons of mud and poop, and they are covered in flies, and it's dirty, and it smells. Remember I told you about the Long Island Game Farm? That's all I remembered is that it smelled really bad. And that's why, because animals are not being kept how they're supposed to be kept. Take things like chickens. Chickens should have like three square feet to one chicken. When you have a small chicken area, for example, and you have like 50 chickens in there and six roosters or, you know, however many, it's not going to be a clean healthy situation for those chickens. And when it's not a clean and healthy situation for those chickens, it becomes a dirty environment. And that's when disease transfer happens between human and animal. So again, another reason why a petting zoo is just not a good idea. Okay. Also, you're not only standing there and looking at these animals, you're touching them, you're holding them, you're feeding them. Whatever is on them is now on you. Think about that, okay? And what you're feeding these animals sometimes, in some places I have read, that that is their only source of nutrition, is whatever they sell to customers or guests to, oh, let's go feed the animals. 
And then they take things like cracked corn and they feed it to goats and sheep. Did you guys know that goats and sheep do not have teeth on the top of their mouth? Because they're grazers. Because they go out into pasture and they eat things like grass, not dried up cracked corn. That is not nutritious for them at all. And in some places, that's the only food that these goats are getting. So now what's happening is that they're suffering from obesity, but they're still malnourished because they're not getting what they need to get to be healthy. So what does that do? Obesity in an animal is going to lead to that animal's death. Okay. When you have like uh, hundreds of people coming in and out of your establishment every day, feeding cracked corn to sheep and goats, they're going to be fat sheep and goats that sit around on the ground, lay down all day. What's on the ground? Their poop. So now they're laying in their poop and you're going in there and feeding them more corn to make them even fatter so that they die quicker. And now guess what? The poop that they were laying in when they get up and come over to you and you're so excited and you're hugging them and you're petting them, guess what's on you now? Their poop. And you go home and you wash your hands because you think that's the only thing that could be dirty, you know? And you're like, oh, and you sit down and you have dinner in the clothes that you were wearing at the game farm or the petting zoo that have shit all over them. So a lot of people don't think about things like that and they're not told either. So who, who are we harming here? A lot of people, a lot of animals. Um, also, we have to make sure that we are properly putting animals with who they should be put with, right? So sometimes you see like a petting zoo has their horses, their sheep, their pigs, their chickens, their cows, all these things in one area together. And that's not always, that's not good. Um, people don't realize that different animals have different immunities, different immune systems, different internal systems, and they don't all process the same. And diseases hit animals differently. So there's that to think about as well. There's just a lot of stuff that goes on that if you're not raised on a farm, if, you're, if you don't work on a farm, if you're not educated about farm life and you just go there for the day and you think it's cutesy cutesy and you bring the kids and you let the kids have a good time and they ride the pony and they have a happy day and they feed the goats and the ducks and then they go home and they put their hand in their mouth. Even though you washed it, um, did you get under their fingernails? How far in their mouth did they put their hand? How far up their arm did you wash? What else are they putting in their mouth? What are they picking up off of the ground and then rubbing their face after? There's a lot of things to think about. And I honestly believe that there's not a lot of education available for people on proper etiquette when you go to a farm and what happens there and um, what you should do. And people who have these establishments that have the concentrated area of animals and stuff like that. 
are we really educating people about farm life or are we just looking to make a quick dollar off of exploiting animals and just setting them up for a miserable life? It's just not, it's not fair. It's not fair to the animals. It's not fair to the people because now they think that that's what a farm is and that's not what a farm is. And some people who are actual true genuine farmers get really pissed off about things like this. And I understand why. Now I'm not going to go and take uh, my friends over there with my signs and I'm not going to stand there and I'm not going to pick it, you know, on a line in front of their property. But I do want to ask these places to please reconsider what you're doing because it's not helping anybody but yourself and your pockets. And then you see, we go back to what I had said earlier, money really is the root of all evil. So you guys, I just wanted to come here. I felt really uh, compelled to get up and record this episode today. Something was really yelling at me to do this today, that my words need to be spoken and this subject needs to be talked about. Uh, I'm not pinning anybody in particular. I'm not talking about any one place. I'm talking about the business in general and different things that I have read and researched and own personal experiences in life with animals and farm life and stuff like that. Um, so I'm not, I'm not trying to put a target on anybody's back out there. I'm just saying that we need to do better. We need to do better by animals and the earth and people because we're setting everybody up for a failure. Um, so please just rethink the next time you take your kids to a, a place like that and uh, really do your research. All right. So you guys, thanks for hanging me, hanging me. Yeah. Someone might hang me. Thanks for hanging out with me today and listening to my rant um, about animal cruelty. And I really hope you take something away from this today. Thanks for sticking around, you guys. Go out there. Get educated. Do your research. Also, um, get your hands dirty. Get out there in the garden, you guys. It's August 3rd. There's a lot of stuff going out in the garden right now. Also, you guys, my gardeners... Time for the fall seeds, okay? So go out there today, get your hands dirty in the soil, appreciate the earth, love what you do, be happy always, and please remember, be kind. I love you guys. See you next time.